Okay, uh, now Mickey, can you read the 12 steps and 12 traditions of OA, please? Oh, I wasn't ready. Um, somebody... <laughs> You're just not ready. <laughs> I... um, does somebody have an OA book with them? It's in each book, probably at the back. Uh, in the meantime, I'll try and run. All right, does anybody have that? If not, I'm going to go ahead and read it. I have the steps. Oh, you do? Good. Yes. Here are the steps as adopted for or Readers Anonymous. We admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, make direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening, as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Uh, Mickey, by chance, do you have the traditions? I do. I got ready all for right. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about the charge. delay. Uh, I'm Mickey, compulsive overeater. The 12 traditions. One, our common problem should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service. Thank you, Mickey. It is now my great pleasure to introduce our speaker for today. 
Ira, who will be sharing on today's topic, Promises, Promises, all 164 pages. I'm turning it over to him now. All right, Laura, thank you very much. My name is Ira, and I'm a compulsive overeater and an alcoholic as well. And uh, just to give a little brief qualification, um, my abstinence and sobriety date is September 7th of 1983. So I am in my 38th year. And uh, my highest weight was 325 pounds. I've been maintaining, you know, like I, I want to be the first one on Overeaters Namas never to gain an ounce. And for 17 years, I was maintaining 150 pound weight loss. Life gets in, we get older, all that stuff. And um, so I gained about 25. And then I've lost about 15 of that for, and that's been true for about the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years, goes up a couple of pounds, goes down a couple. And um, sober at the same time, I was a basket case. I've done um, a lot of service. And um, the reason I'm here is what I've learned over and over again is to carry the message that I got to get out of my head. So what had happened, and I had been on, in fact, I had been a, a world service delegate when it was still in LA and into New Mexico. I did 16 of those conferences. And when you're from Los Angeles, uh, there's this tendency to put people on important committees. So I was on a literature committee and I remember the OA, uh, I was, the first year I came in was 87 to the World Service Conference when the, the OA 12 and 12 was just the OA 12. And uh, so I, I remember that. And all we have to share with each other is experience, strength, and hope. Nobody's an authority here. That's the beauty of anonymity. So I have a step study meeting, um, a big book study meeting that I go to. And um, uh, uh, on Friday nights, and we were talking about the promises, a lot of sobriety there you know, a lot of recovery there. And uh, somebody said that in the, in, they were right in the notes that they had written down that they found 203 promises in the first 164 pages. And this wasn't a challenge, but it dawned on me after I got asked to do this, that, you know, a lot of times people come, come here and talk about how to do the steps, but what I'm hoping to do today is to have an interactive experience that maybe by showing you that there are more steps than the ninth step promises, the tenth step promises, they're all over the place. And that if you do this and you, and you get this relationship uh, with a higher power, whatever you wanna call it, uh, you can do things. I have, I became a, 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 I was a big brother for eight years. I never thought I'd be a father. You know, I didn't think I was good enough to do that. I had gotten through a divorce. I now am uh, a proud grandfather of two kids that are terrific. You know, that I've been able to go through things and expand my life because of this power, not because of me, because of this power and my relationship to it. So um, what I've done, I found 192 promises in the first 164 pages of the book. And what I would like to do first, can we get somebody 
to volunteer on page 567 and 568 of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous is the appendix on spiritual experience. Our, our Friday night um, book study, we, we open with that every time, but I think if we can get somebody to read it, I mean, I could do it, but I'd love for someone else to read it. Um, this is Alice. I volunteered to read it. Okay, Alice, if you would, just start to read the appendix on spiritual experience. You, you can you can transpose words if you want. I mean, it's you know doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Spiritual experience. The term spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book, which, upon careful reading, shows that the personality change sufficient to bring about recovery from alcoholism has manifested itself among us in many different forms. Yet it is true that our first meeting gave many readers the impression that these personality changes or religious experiences must be in the nature of sudden and spectacular upheavals. Happily for everyone, this conclusion is erroneous. In the first few chapters, a number of sudden revolutionary changes are described. Though it was not our intention to create such an impression, many alcoholics have nevertheless concluded that in order to recover, they must acquire an immediate and overwhelming God consciousness, followed at once by a vast change in feeling and outlook. Among our rapidly growing members of thousands of alcoholics, such transformations, though frequent, are by no means the rule. Most of our experiences are what the psychologist William James calls the educational variety, because they develop slowly over a period of time. Quite often, friends of the newcomer are aware of the difference, a long, difference long before he is himself. He finally realizes that he has undergone a profound alter, alteration in his reaction to life, that such a change could hardly have been brought on by himself alone. What often takes place in a few months could seldom have been accomplished by years of self-discipline. With few exceptions, our numbers find that they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource, which they presently identify as their own conception of a power greater than, than themselves. Most of us think this awareness of a power greater than ourselves is the essence of spiritual experience. Our more religious members call it God consciousness. Most emphatically, we wish to say that any alcoholic capable of honestly facing his problems in the light of our experience can recover, provided he does not close his mind to all spiritual concepts. He can only be defeated by an attitude of intolerance and belligerent denial. We find that no one need have difficulty with the spirituality of the program. Willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness are the essentials of recovery, but these are indispensable. There is a principle. Sorry, that... Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, no, finish it. That's great. There is a principle which is a bar against all information, which is proof against all arguments, and which cannot fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance. That principle is concept prior to investigation. Herbert Spencer. Oops. Contempt prior. Contempt prior to investigation. It's okay. So. <laughs> So thank you. Thank you, Alice. I, I appreciate that. So the whole point of it is, it's not to give you a catechism in AA. It's so that what that says is, and it says uh, an inner resource 
that that power greater than ourselves is within all of us. The problem is for me, and as a human being, I constantly fight that with the ideas that are in my head, see? So, so in other words, it's, that's what letting, making a decision to let go means, for instance, is, I mean, I could get into why I ate, um, what, um, but the truth is, is that as somebody who's addicted to food, and like I've lost 100 pounds three times in my life, this is the first time I kept it off, you know? Um, what, what does it, what, what does it is like, I can look for something as the reason. The problem with that is, is that if I'm looking for an outside reason, like my family, and you know, I had a father to scream, threatened to kill me, you know, he never touched me, but you know what? It's not whether or not I can't use that as a reason to eat anymore. Because if I do, then it means as long as I have that memory, I'm a slave to it, you know? So what, I, what we found, and what I'm hoping will happen is I wanna to start to share these promises. And maybe as we go chapter by chapter, maybe a couple of, a few people here, maybe two or three on each promise, if you relate to it, I'd like to hear what you think about it too, rather than just me talking, you know, and then you have questions because this is available to anybody. That's what anonymity is about. Anonymity is about humility. That nobody here is either better or worse than anybody else. That this is the only true democracy I've ever seen in my life. And, and um, my AA sponsor, who was a guy that Eskimo meet into over years on us, used to say, Ira, this is not a program for bad people trying to get good or sick people trying to get well. It's a, it's a program for good people trying to get better. You know, and it's those experiences we share with each other. I sponsor people. Um, I have a sponsor. I've never been without one. Anyway, what I want to do is, um, so in chapter one, like I said, there's 192 of these. I, I sent the, the catalog of them and, um, and I have the book up. So, uh, oh, you know what, uh, Laura, we talked about is, is, did anybody find a definition of the word promise? It's not, it's not essential, but. Uh, let me check. I wrote it down, but let me find it real quick again. And yeah, I'll get back great, to you. Or, you know, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, just chime in because I'll get it started. So uh, I started with thinking, you know, it started to be a challenge. Well, if there's 203, I'm gonna find 204. That's how my mind works. And um, I found 192, so shoot me, you know. Um, uh, so the first one that I found as a promise is in uh, on page 13 of Bill's story. And what it says, um, all right, this is the last paragraph on page 13. It says, my friend, that'd be, Ebby, the guy that talked to him, uh, promised that when these things were done, I would enter into a new relationship with my creator. Uh, let's see, uh, that's the first one. And then the second one, I would have the elements of a way of living which answered all my problems. That's the second one. 
And then, uh, then we go to page 14, where uh, the third one I found was in the sentence, uh, let's see. Um, hang on, I'm, I'm just looking for it here. There, were, there was a sense, where is it? There was a sense of victory followed by such peace and serenity as I had never known. See, and the reason I say that these are promises because it says when I enter on a new relationship with my creator, see, in other words, all I have to do to get these things, and that's what a promise is. It's like, it's like you, you know, a promissory note, a contract. If I, if I do this, I'm going to get this, you know, that's what a promise is. And so, um, let's see, uh, 14. Victory followed by such a peace and serenity as I've known. And four, let's see. Uh, uh, and then, then there would be utter confidence. And for me, one of the big deals for me, and I happen to be a music writer in the, in the entertainment business, and I've been successful at it for years, um, uh, and is shame. And the thing of, I can't do this. What are they gonna think of me? And I'm not gonna be able to do this. And I ran to the step, I ran to the to 12 step meetings because it's the only place where I felt accepted in my life. So it says there's utter, there a promise of utter confidence. And then uh, let's see, page 15. Okay, let me see. Let's see. Um, okay, here in the middle of 15, it says, many times have I gone to my old hospital, that's Towns Hospital in, in uh, New York, in utter despair. Um, let's see, in, in despair. On talking to a man there, I would be amazingly lifted up and set on my feet. Okay, so. Um, there's that one. Then it also says, let's see. All right. Ira, um, I have the definition here for promise. Okay, why don't you go for it, Laura? And then All I'll. Right. Uh, one definition is the declaration that one will do or refrain from doing something specific. specific. Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, or a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made a right to expect or cl to claim the performance or forbearance of a specific act or reason to expect something like a promise of relief. There you go. I think the, one, the first one I'm not sure fits, but certainly the second and third do. Anyway, it keeps going here. Um, uh, I'm talking, I was left up on my feet. We, and then in, uh, in the middle of, of 15, we commenced to make many fast friends and a fellowship has grown up among us. Um, let's see, fellowship has grown up among us of which it is a wonderful thing to feel a part. I don't know about you, but most of my food and actually my drinking was done by myself in loneliness. 
And I have a whole bunch of friends. At least they tell me that, you know, they're my friends. Um, and then it, then it says, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The joy of living, we really, we really have under pressure and difficulty. For instance, here we are during COVID, right? And we're doing this and we're smiling. You know, that's where that inner resource comes in. Cause like you can look up to the sky and say, where are you God? But it's in all of us, right? And then so um, I have seen hundreds of families sit on their feet in the path that really goes somewhere have seen the most impossible domestic situations righted, feuds and bitterness of all sorts wiped out. Now, I will tell you, I needed somebody to help me in a divorce. Uh, I met my, you know, my first wife um, and I had no business being married and we were totally wrong, but I did what I thought I was supposed to do. And then um, I needed somebody to help me with that. And then I have since met my current wife. We just finished, had our 25th anniversary. And um, we are right for each other. And that can be scary because that means you got to be true. You know, and so, so you can, it can write, you can, any problem can be solved. It just, it, my problem is, is I want it to be solved in a certain way in order for me to be okay. And, and I, as I get older and I have more experiences, what's more important to me than always being right and always getting what I want is peace of mind. You know, I have health issues these days, as, but because of the shape I'm in, because of the program, um, it's not affecting me as much as it does some people. So let me get back to this. And um, all right, then it says, uh, let's see, it says, business and professional men have regained their standing. Okay, and then 11, there is scarcely any form of trouble and misery which has not been overcome among us. And let's see. Um, and then the last one, let's see, 16. Yeah. Then, then uh, on page 16, most of us feel we need to look no further for utopia. We have found it here, right with us, right here, right now. Um, each, each day, my friend's simple talk in our kitchen multiplies itself in a widening circle of peace on earth, goodwill toward men. And so there are, in the, in the first, let me get rid of this, in the first set of, in the first chapter, uh, problem with Zoom is, is that like windows keep disappearing. So but I believe there I have I have there in the first uh, four oops let's see thirteen promises right there there are thirteen promises in Bill's story and the point being with you and and the and the good news is is that there are thirteen since this is an anonymous program that means all of those are available to all of us so. Um, does 
I, I'll put it like this. Does, and you tell me if the uh, protocol is wrong, but Laura, uh, do we want to ask if two or, if one or two, maybe three max want to say anything about what they've heard in this chapter, maybe for a minute or two? Uh, yeah, we can ask if there's somebody that would like to share on this. If you would raise your hands and that way I can call on you. Um, maybe, a, maybe a max of three, you know. Okay. Um, no more than three. Uh, raise your hand. You can do that in the bottom of the, in the reactions in the bottom part of the screen on your Zoom. And then I can call on you. Um, let's see. Nobody's raising their hand. Yeah, yet. they're probably afraid to. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so how about I say something on this? You bet. Okay. Um, I'm still relatively new in o, uh, OA. Tomorrow will actually be five months since I started. And this says a lot to me. I had never sat down and looked at the promises one by one and what has been you know, said that we could do. And I've learned, I've gone over this with Ira some before, and I've learned so many that there is so much that can be said. And I don't have to wait on something or somebody else. I can ask for it. And that is a pretty good feeling in my, my estimation is we can ask for it and we can receive it. Uh, Lonnie has raised her hand. So Lonnie, would you like to ask a question? And Hello, my yes. name is Lonnie. My name is Lonnie. I am a compulsive overeater and a binger. And uh, I wanted to thank Ira for um, going through the book so carefully. I, um, it took me, I've been in program 40 some odd years and it's been on and off for me. You know, I, I stayed in the entire time. But uh, my weight, after two years, I put all my weight back on and I just managed to stay in somehow. That was the most important thing for me was to keep coming back. So someone told me early on to read that part, Ira, that you referred to in the appendix. And they said to me, you know, the miracle is that you passed up the candy in your classroom. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? What, that's my miracle? You mean it isn't that I pass up the candy all the time? Well, no, uh, that would be nice, but let's go one step at a time here. You passed up the candy in your classroom. And that was an amazing, it was an amazing thought that I didn't have to have like, God strike, come down from the heavens. I didn't believe in God. So how was this going to happen? But God, was, this thing was going to come down from the heavens and strike me abstinent. Well, you know, to tell you the truth, guys, I did follow Gray Sheet for two years after the slow, uh, the slow um, progress. And I lost all my weight and then I put it back on. So what can I tell you? I really did have to learn how to uh, how to look at the glass not half empty. That's been my that has been my goal the entire time. That's how I get my peace and serenity. Thank you guys for letting me share, and thank you, Ira. Sure, thank you. If 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 we don't have anybody else, we'll move on. I don't want to, and let's let's keep the shares to about max two. We got a pretty big crowd here, two minutes or so. 
Okay, go can. ahead, Ira. We can move on to the next. I don't think okay. anybody's going right. to has raised their hand right now. Yeah, and I think people will get into it hopefully as we go. All right, so so oh, I got to close this guy down. All right, so the next one, I got to open up something else here. Let's see. All right, now we start in chapter two. All right, that was Bill's story. That's about the the um, um, that is about the 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 founder his his relationship with the guy who first spot, who who first came to him, and that's Abby Thatcher, who who um, was kind of his sponsor. So what I'm going to say something right now about sponsors. And there's a misunderstanding about sponsors, I think. Sponsors are not authorities. Sponsors are not diet coaches. Sponsors are merely people who've experienced this stuff. I needed somebody to help me through my divorce who had went through one, okay? I, uh, sponsors don't tell me what to eat. I, ca I, talk, I call my food in every day and it's not, there's no perfect, it's not even close. Big Book says it can't even be close. Yet some of us still, which is also an ego trip, I think, at least for me, want to call myself a perfectionist. That's just a nice way of saying I don't want to do it. There is no perfection. Because if there was perfectionism, we'd all be anal retentive and it go away. And there would not be one hair out of place. You know, so it's okay just to be human. I learned that here. And that's a promise too, that's not in the book. Okay, so, so the point is, what you get to ask a sponsor is not, uh, am I good, am I bad, is not their opinion. It's merely, how did you get through this? And let me tell you something. I also found out, and I was told this by some long-term people uh, at the beginning, who laughed at me a lot, which I needed, because I take myself so seriously, is, if you don't develop a resentment against your sponsor, you better find another one. Because of course, this is gonna develop resentment because nobody's gonna tell me what to do, especially in a way it's a little tricky because in a way we're so nice to each other. And, you know, I turn my head, it's like, oh, Mickey, you're wonderful. And then, uh, you know, but that that's the secret, see? And if this inner, inner resource of a power greater than myself is what's driving me, it doesn't matter what they think. My thing is to work through it. And that, that's what expands my life, see, without using food. In fact, because of health stuff and COVID, I've, I, I can't exercise the way I could. And some of my manifestations of what's going on with me uh, have come up. But that didn't stop me from walking with my wife. through. And I live in Calabasas, which Woodland Hills, California. It's like there are hills here. So we walk to get dinner from a market, you know, and it's in both ways back and forth was three miles, you know, three miles total, you know, and, and that's rather than I can't do it. I'm scared to do it. I'm scared to do this. I'm, you know, one thing about fear too, I'll tell you that a sponsor, my, an AA guy who's passed since ways used to say, I had about, um, and he, and he was the one that got me in here, but he used to say, uh, uh, um, I went to him once when I had about, I don't know, 12, 13 years of recovery. 
and was telling them that I felt like every time I opened my mouth, I was alienating people. That I felt scared all the time. And his only response to me was, Ira, you've been scared all your life. You're going to continue to be scared till you're not scared anymore. See, the only way this thing works as I see it is one, one overeater or one alcoholic talking to another, not lecturing another, not commenting on it, or talking to another. That's what happened to Bill, see? That's what lifted him up. And in fact, there's a very uh, quick sentence at the hospital, I was separated from alcohol for the last time. That was the big spiritual experience. There, there was no, there was no, um, it's not all one thing. You know, it's like, he, Joe also told me this, and, and that's the other reason I'm going through this like this, is that, and this was very, and he was very helpful to me with his experience. The road to the goal is the goal. There is no perfect. There is no ideal. The minute that I make something ideal, what happens in my head is then I'll get what I want. And then when it doesn't happen, um, I'm disappointed. They did it to me again. You know, all that stuff, which I can use as an excuse to guess what overeat. Now, me as a hundred pounder, I'm, a, I'm an addict, man. And as a hundred pounder, it's like, I know the ultimate thing, the Thanksgiving before, which was a few months before I came in, you know, we had, I pigged out on, you know, a huge Thanksgiving dinner and was sick to death the next morning. And so what do I do as an act? I go to the refrigerator and now this stuff is all con congealed and cold and I eat more. See, that's, it's stuff like that that makes me different than people who can control their food. You know, um, so uh, we move on and I'm going to get into chapter two and feel free. Like I say, everybody's equal here. So like I'm looking forward to hearing from you, you know, I mean, I know what I sound like. And though I like what I hear most of the time, I get bored with myself. So you got to help me out here. All right. So we're in chapter two now. And page 25. All right, I'm, I'm looking it up. Okay, so the next one, this is be, this is being the 14th promise. Okay, so let's see. All right, this is uh, in the middle of the paragraph that is in italicized, there is a solution. We have found much of heaven and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. Now, another way of saying that is, is that I find myself doing and being in situations with people I never thought I'd be in situations with, um, Amazing stuff has happened in my life of which I could not have planned. So that's number 14 and then 15. Now, now this is a solution about, is about the idea that this chapter is about that if Bill Wilson could do it, first is he's the founder. Second is this is available to all of us that there is a solution. 
In fact, it says at the top, there is a solution almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of shortcomings, which the process requires for its successful consummation. None of, I don't know anybody who likes, anybody who says I'd like doing inventory. I don't know. I never liked it. I did it because it was a good thing to do. Let's see. All right. So we are at um, 15. Okay. All right. So, all right. We, that, uh, the great fact is this, just this is also on 25. It's just this and nothing less that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude toward life, toward our fellows and toward God's universe. All right, that's, and that's all of us. Okay, that's that, that, let's see where we at here. And then the next one, um, oh, let me see what page here. find it. Uh, the central uh, fact. Uh, Ira, this is Laura. Yeah. Ira, is yes. there any way we can let people know what uh, paragraph you find? That you yeah, see, abs uh, absolutely. Do, do you have the thing? Um, I have the thing, but I don't have what paragraph. I just have okay, it. So is I'll, that okay? okay. If yeah, that would be great. Uh, you know what? Why don't like, okay, so I'm on 25. And like, right, and I as I'm going, you can you can look it up that way. Like we we won't waste, you know. Okay, time. and I'll just put it in the chat what paragraph we're on. Okay, that, that's terrific. That's terrific. Laura. All right, that's terrific. there. We go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you bet. Um, so the next one is it's in the one two. It's the first full. It's the second full paragraph on twenty five, where it says. Um, it's the second sentence. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. I cannot do that if I'm using food because food is material. I'm looking for food to fix those feelings. You know, it's not, it's, it's what I do when I have the feelings to not hurt myself. That's the only way, I, at least for me, that's the only way I can get, I don't need to make an excuse. There's, 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 that's the only way I can find any kind of peace. Because I'm a guy that in my head, lots of times um, uh, will create fights with people who aren't there in the room with me, you know, cause it's, I'm used to it. So that's that one. Let me see where we are. All right. Okay, 18. And then the next one is the, the end of that paragraph. Uh, he has commenced to accomplish those things for us, which we could never do by ourselves. So for instance, if I take God with me and I'm, like I say, I'm in show business and I'm afraid to, uh, to have a meeting and, I, and this kept me back for a long time. And I say, okay, God, what do I do with this? And it's the it, and if I'm not sure, I check it out with somebody. But I, generally, what I found is that most of the things I'm afraid of are not as 
the, the outcome is not nearly as bad as I think it's going to be. Again, I'm still trying to control it. See, so um, it, it works out. I found out that somebody who I've respected for years, he's one of, you know, he's one of us and he was helping somebody and there's some business stuff that's really not cool happening. And we have a, and I always felt that this guy is some guy who'd never talked to me. And you know what, we're true colleagues. And I never knew that when I'm thinking how bad I am, see. All right, so the next page, I think, um, let's see. Okay, we're on page 26, Laura. And let's see, and it's toward the bottom, I think. Okay. Um, all right. So it's the last paragraph on, tw on, on 26. It's the 19th promise where it says, he, uh, well, the 18th, I'll, I'll read. He begged the doctor to tell him the whole truth and he got it. In the doctor's judgment, he was utterly hopeless. He could never regain his position in society and he would have to place himself under a lock and key or hire a bodyguard if he expects to live long. That was the great physician's opinion. And on the last one, it says, uh, this is the 19th promise, this man still lives as, and is a free man. And right on, underneath it, um, he can go anywhere on this earth where other free men may go without disaster. And of course, just like it says, if we work for them, it says, provided he may, he, he may this on 27, he, he remains willing to maintain a certain simple attitude. See, and now on uh, 28, that's so that's uh, the 20th promise. The 21st is, oh, that's, I just gave it to you. Uh, on 28, it's the 22nd promise, which is, uh, all right, it's, the it's in the second paragraph, Laura. It says, a new life has been given us or if you prefer a design for living that really works. That's 22 and, and 23. And so th those, those are the promises in the second chapter, there is a solution. So we are, uh, you know, so we are now up to 23. And um, if anybody wants to share on these, or feeling about them, uh, please let Laura know or raise your hand. Um, just to remind everybody how you raise your hand, it depends on what version of Zoom you have. It might be in the reactions button and then raise hand is at the bottom, or it might still be in the participants tab. Uh, down on the right hand bottom will be raise hand. And we encourage you to share. It's interactive today. Well, Mickey, why don't you share? <laughs> well, as a co-host, I am so grateful that these are recorded because I can't totally concentrate on what this, that's the downside of co-hosting is I can't totally um, sh uh, listen to what the um, speaker is saying because I'm concentrating on everything. So I was trying to put in the page numbers and the paragraphs, but uh, into chat. Um, but um, well, I like I like the vibe you have, and I love promises. 
And I'm so grateful that it's being recorded so I can come back and listen to it when I can fully concentrate. Um, so yeah, thanks for sharing, or thanks for calling on me to share. Okay. Ira, well, like the in, Ira, in about five minutes, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. So that sure. gives you about how long before we're gonna take a little break here. Okay. Um, Thank you. If it, you know, it's like, and I'll tell you what, here's the thing is we have it. If we don't get through all of them, I mean, I, you know, I do the same thing everybody does, you know, as I want everybody to like it and all that kind of stuff. And, and again, it's going to be what it's going to be. And um, one of the big ones that people talk about is, is that first one, we have found much of heaven and have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. Okay, so the reason I, I say that is that shows you how open, how available to us the life is, as opposed to being very narrow, which for a lot of us, yeah, we're frightened to get out of it. I know that my mother, when she, uh, before she passed, she was afraid to get out of a chair because she was afraid she'd fall and that actually contributed to her ultimate demise, you know, so. Um, Okay, all right. Anybody want to chime in? Okay. All right, so we'll go to chapter three. I got a, we got five minutes. Laura? I have to find that move. Yes, we have five minutes and we're going to take a break. That's so, what, so, you know what? So, rather than try and start a new section, why don't we just open it up for, a few minutes, see if anybody wants okay. to, share, you know, and then when it's break time, let us know. Okay, does anybody, uh, if you want to share or ask a question, uh, raise your hand. Um, and we'll let you, we'll fix it so you can unmute and ask. Anybody. I guess not. Is it oh, okay? Oh. oh, go ahead. I'll share. Or did you want to just go to break now and then? Go ahead and share, Alice. Okay. Um, so I was going to share on this, the part about the creator has entered into our hearts mm -hmm. in a way and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish things we couldn't do for ourselves. So um, this was a, a huge one for me because of the violence of my childhood my heart i had closed my heart off <clears throat> to everything and anything for self-protection and it took a long time in program <clears throat> for me to surrender and open my heart and and like we read the spiritual experience i had uh, a part of the instant kind where i finally surrendered and I was two and a half years in program before I was able to maintain any kind of lasting abstinence because I finally hit that bottom where I surrendered. But then that was kind of the beginning where like, like the door is, is shut and locked. And I was able to that, that first personal experience, I was able to unlock the door and and slowly and slowly the door opened for me because of the fear of being hurt again 
that this couldn't possibly be true or it's true for you. It can't be true for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was, so I had the educational variety also where I took little, you know, put my toe in the water mm-hmm. and then put a foot in the water and then two feet. And it, and it was all through trusting my fellows. I practiced in program to take risk, to take risks and was rewarded by my higher power and by the love of the fellowship and eventually was able to practice in all my affairs to take this new way of living into the world, knowing that my higher power is walking with me and will see me through the encounters because, I mean, there are people in program who are still finding their way and, and still working on character defects that hurt each other, you know, that will hurt. And more so in the world where people don't have program at all and aren't even aware. And so um, I, this was definitely a true miracle for me and a true prom- a promise that came true is I do the footwork, I leave the results to God. And if I'm on the path I'm meant to be on, the way is made clear for me. And, and but the beginning was being willing to trust that a power greater than myself would show me the way to freedom, I guess is the way I'd put it. So thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Alice. All right, Laura, I think we're there, right? Yes, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, Alice, if you'll stop the recording for just a little bit. Uh, To reminder to everybody that if you don't want your voice and Alice is starting the recording on recording. So Ira, I'm going to hand this back to you. Thank you. All right. So um, this whole, I guess what I would say about this journey is it's a long, it's, and it's, it says it like um, some of the stuff, at least for me, it was a dramatic one. In my case, I went to a meeting, or I had gone to a meeting four years before and wanted nothing to do with it. And then it was because there were seven women with it. And in fact, it was my AA guy, the guy that was my AA Eskimo who took me to an OA meeting. And I wanted, and I was just so, I wouldn't go in. He said, well, you can keep killing yourself if you want, or you can come in and recover with me. What will it be? And then went in and slammed the door. Now he, he was not a member of Overeaters Anonymous, right? Uh, but it was that that I remembered like in 1983 when I hit a bottom. So you never know. And like this, this whole thing about carrying a message, you, you can carry a message, you can't deliver it. What it, that means is we are all examples of over your zamas, good and not so good, you know? And the only way that we carry it, uh, including people who, and I knew of one who just couldn't get this, uh, who, who got sick and died, you know, that happens too. So it's an example, and I'm not talking about, you know, circumstances, I'm talking about it was a conscious decision. You know, I knew somebody who committed suicide and I'm not trying to be a downer, but that's an example too, you know, so 
and these promises, uh, the, uh, was it Father Dowling, who was Bill Wilson's spiritual advisor, used to say the more he read, the more experiences he went through, the more he, the deeper he got into this, the less he knew. And I'm finding that that's true, not, true for me. The more I'm into this, because the world, because one thing about these promises is it makes the world, the universe and whatever, bigger. So there are bigger challenges. Uh, we used to say, um, there was a saying in AA, I'm one of God's kids. God don't make no junk. You know? So, and again, anonymity is this, is this, this concept of humility which says that nobody here is any better than anybody else or any worse than anybody else. Yet, I think, certainly, uh, I used to say that a 325-pound drunk trumpet player in L.A. is a bad career move, you know, because I'm trying to be in show business on my terms, you know. And it didn't work until, like, you know, um, and I had a, a decent career anyway before I came in. So... And that's, so what I guess I'm trying to say in this thing, it's, it's a long road. And just, there's another bumper sticker we used to see, expect a miracle, you know? Don't expect things to go, you know, bad. All right, so we are in chapter three. And uh, let me get this back up. Okay, there. All right, so we, chapter three identifies, and this is an important chapter, because it identifies, and I think this is where, by the way, I think people have a problem, is chapter three is about the difference between an addict and somebody maybe who overindulges. And I think with a lot of us, I mean, there are a lot of descriptions of it, but the most Dramatic, in other words, there are questions, are you, am I an alcoholic, am I a compulsive overeater, am I a bulimic? And my understanding of this is that means I've lost the ability to control whatever it is I'm doing. There's the story about the jaywalker and so on. Uh, if you can still control it, or you think you can control it, then the steps are going to be, it's going to be tough because how can you surrender and control something at the same time? You know, so, and it's nobody's fault, but we're so, especially here in California, you know, LA, it's an image town. I, I have to look good doing it, you know. So let's see where we are with this. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, first one of these is on, in chapter three, is on page 42. Most of these promises, certainly at the, uh, at the beginning of the book, are at the end of the chapters. And this one's almost there. Hang on. Okay, so, all right, so what happens? This is the guy that has the whiskey with the milk, and he goes to Washington to present some accounting evidence, finds himself, like, not even figuring out. So 
So um, what it says on 42 and, and uh, um, the, the, the uh, Bill and, and Dr. Bob uh, uh, found uh, this guy in a hospital and he didn't like it. He's really licked. And he, they show him how he's an alcoholic or, or like a compulsive eater or whatever. Um, and then it says in the third uh, paragraph on 42, they outlined the spiritual answer and program of action, which a hundred of them had followed successfully. Though I had been only a nominal churchman, their pro proposals were not intellectually hard to swallow. But the program of action, though entirely sensible, was pretty drastic. And then I have to throw several lifelong conceptions out of the window. That was not easy. Here's the promise. But the moment I made up my mind to go through the process, I had the curious feeling that my alcoholic or overeating or bulimic condition was relieved as it in fact proved to be. See, so, um, and then on, and then the next, that's the, the 24th promise, 25th one, says, uh, let's see, uh, uh, quite, yeah, or I'm still on that page at the bottom, quite important was the discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems, all my problems. And I think what happens for quite a few of us, and this is where it gets tough, is everybody, I think, I'll speak for myself, has a thing that I'm not willing to let go of. Like I have two beautiful grandchildren. And if something were to happen, you know, it's like, how do you behave with something when something really bad happens or something? And for some people it's money. Some people it's friendships, relationships. There's, on, well, I'll give this one up. I'll give that, it's just like the food. I'll give this up and give this up and give this up, but I'm not gonna give that up. Of course, I don't tell a sponsor that, you know. And so this whole thing of making a decision to turn it all over is tough. But all you have to do is to be willing. You, you don't have to do everything all at once. Just be willing to um, uh, keep the thought. So uh, let's see. Okay, that one right now. Okay, so on page 46, I'm looking for this. Oh, here it is. Page 46. Oh, wait, am I in the fourth chapter? Oh, you know what? I'm in the next chapter already. Hold on one second here. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so the last one of this one is on 43 in the first paragraph. My old manner of life was by no means a bad one, but I would not exchange its best moments for the worst I have now. I would not go back to it even if I could. That's the next promise. His old, his old manner of life wasn't a bad one, but he's got this better one now. That's a great promise. That's a great promise. So anyway, that's um, all of them in, ch in chapter 
uh, three. Uh, Laura, does anybody want to comment on any of those? Yes, if anybody would like to send something to chat, uh, to ask a question or make a comment, uh, please feel free to do so. On chapter on those. Yes, on those, on page 43, I'm sorry. Um, if somebody would like yeah, to Yeah, 42 share, and 43 in chapter three. Yeah. Uh, please send something to chat or uh, raise your hand and we'll be happy to call on you. Um, Anybody yeah, we can also get back to these later if we have time. Yeah, you know. we can keep moving on then, uh, Ira, right now. I oh. uh, haven't gotten anything yet, right. so we'll just keep on moving. Okay, that's a good idea. Oh, thank you. Okay, so we are now in Chapter 4. Now, this is the way I learned it from my sponsor, who was an alcoholic and an overeater and a 100-pounder, that it's very interesting. We say the steps in, in um, uh, you know, uh, and then after the steps, it says being convinced we were step three. And what Marty taught me was after there's a solution for everybody, chapter three is all about step one. Because like it shows how powerless over I am over alcohol, food, Chapter four is we agnostics. That's about step two. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could solve, you know, could restore us to sanity. Which is why in, in chapter five, after the steps, which are um, this of making this decision, it says being convinced we're at step three. And that's how I learned it. And I did what he told me because I trusted him. So... Um, so, uh, we are at the 27th promise that I found. Where is the, oh. And where are you? Oh, here it is. Okay, 27th promise. Let's see. 26. Just give me a second here. Okay. All right. So the first one I, I, I found is on page 46. And let me find it. And it starts with, it's the last, it's, it's, the, it's the larger half of the last paragraph. As soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe underlying the totality of things, we began to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction. And again, it says, provided we took other simple steps. All right, that's, that's that one. And the next one, 28th, is on 47. And it's in the second paragraph, Laura, it says, uh, well, before it, it says, we needed to ask ourselves, but one short question, do I now believe or am I even willing to believe that there is a power greater than myself? 
As soon as a man can say that he does believe or is willing to believe, we emphatically um, uh, and we emphatically assure him that he is on his way. It has been repeatedly proven among us that upon this simple cornerstone, a wonderfully accept, uh, effective spiritual structure can be built. So okay, that, Ira. Yes. We have somebody here that has raised their hand. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's JM. All right. And I have asked you to unmute. Uh, okay, it's not doing it. Mickey, can you check that and see what's going on? Uh, yeah. Oh, there he is. His there it is. Open. All right. Uh, go ahead, JM. Hi. Um, I must have accidentally raised my hand because oh. <laughs> I didn't realize it was raised. I'm very sorry. Oh, no, that's, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right, go that's ahead. Right. Go yeah. ahead, Ira. All right. So, um, All right, so so that's on 47. And then on page, the 29th is on page 50. Okay, on page 50. All right, let me see. Um, all right, uh, let's see. All right, this is in the second of uh, the, the third paragraph on 50. It says, this power, oh, well, I'll start it on one proposition. However, these men and women are start strikingly agreed. Every one of them has gained access to and believes in a power greater than himself. This power in, has in each case accomplished the miraculous, the humanly impossible. All right, and, and, I have found that true in myself. I was, um, I had never had kids. I was afraid in my first marriage, I, I would be a lousy father and I wound up becoming a Jewish big brother. And uh, initially the social workers who were in the West Valley, for some reason, because of my background, didn't wanna, even though I qualified, I had to go through this whole thing of, um, um, going down to the main office of the Jewish Welfare Federation, the Jewish Federation in Los Angeles, who overruled them. And I wound up being a, a big brother from, uh, to a kid who was nine years old until he graduated high school. And one of the things that happened during that experience, after I got over the anger at the uh, two social workers, was that they invited me to, to, to do a Torah reading at his bar mitzvah. His, 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 wife, his, his mom was a divorcee and an emigre. And, you know, and all I was trying to do was do my thing. And I had never had stuff like that happen to me when I pursued it. And it, and it just happens. See, that's, that's what this thing is. I, and then, like I say, that led me to, during that time, I met my wife and I became a stepfather and we have a great relationship and I now have two grandchildren, see? 
And I believe that if I went back to eating, I could have gotten away with faking it, but ultimately it would have, you know, it would have fallen apart. Because when you take the food away from me, I have a temper. And it can be pretty, I can be pretty uh, nasty, you know, so. All right, so let's see. Then, then there is the 30th promise, okay, that says, it's in the middle of the last paragraph on, what is this page here, 40, uh, uh, 50. It says, in the face of collapse and despair, in the face of total, the total failure of their human resources, they found that a new power, peace, and happiness, and sense of direction flowed into them. Then, of course, it says, it always has that caveat, this, this happened soon after they met a few requirements, so... You know, everything has, listen, I think in the universe, everything, yin and yang and all of that stuff, it has consequences. And the, the, the thing about this is, is, is the, the, um, uh, the unwillingness, it's like there's a guy that used to, uh, he says, I can eat, I remember him old-timer named Ray, who used to say, I can eat anything I want as long as I'm willing to pay the price. And the problem with somebody like me is I want the good stuff without paying the price for it. So, so that's that one. So we're at 30 now. On page 53 is the 31st. Let me get there. Okay. Um, okay, this is in one, two, it's the third paragraph that starts with arrived at this point. The outlines and the promise of, let me see, yes. The outlines and promise of the new land had brought luster to tired eyes and fresh courage to flagging spirits. And I think for me, that that has to do with you know, like it's remembering it's one day at a time because sometimes like no human being can be up all the time. And there's going to be natural resistance to all of this. And so that's where faith comes in when you think, you know, it's what's the use? I may as well forget it again. You know, my mind goes there. It's, but still, I read the book every day. Still. This, I don't know if you, you know, I guess, well, let me see if I can go to, let me, let me go to a, a speaker view for a second, just to show you. Oh, I don't know if you can see this book. This is, this book is falling apart. You know, this book is falling apart and, and I still use it. You know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get it bound, but, you know, I still use it. So that's, it's just one day at a time. And the flagging spirits, uh, I know what Joe used to tell me, my A sponsor, as did Marty. If you don't believe it, believe I believe it. So it still comes down to that one person sharing this thing, talking to another. All right, so. Okay, so 30, okay, 55 is the next one. Okay, 
Um, 55 is the first full paragraph. Yet, we had been seeing another kind of fl flight, a spiritual liberation from this world, people who rose above their problems. Okay, it's, it's of course I'm going to have problems. Like, there's an old saying, you know, uh, is it going to pass or, or is the pain, feels like it's going on forever? This too shall pass. How do you feel today? Terrific. This too shall pass. You know, so, and it's, how do you, I, most of the growth I've ever gotten once I put the food down in a booze was that I could, I could do things I didn't think I could do. And as you can get through the pain and so on and so forth. Um, I had a time after a meeting, uh, I had a home meeting, it was a hundred pounders meeting and I had some anxiety and flutteriness and my wife took me to the hospital and I was 56. And um, they, they said und uh, undifferentiated angina. They thought it might be a heart attack, but they didn't know what it was. It turned out to be anxiety. But what happened was, is I had to be in a bed. I found nitroglycerin, uh, gives you a terrific headache. Nobody can sleep in a hospital, at least I can't. You know, and um, a couple of the guys I sponsored came over to see if I was okay. And I was looking, I was feeling sick to my stomach and all that stuff. And they were supposed to, I was supposed to be able to get some jello at like, you know, in the morning when they did my stress test and they came in and says, well, the bad news is you got to take the stress test. And that was until 11. So here I was with this headache, with all this stuff. And you know what? I took the stress test and they said, because I had been on treadmills a lot, they never saw any better, a better score up to that point. It was all anxiety. But the point is, I was able to get through without going crazy, feeling that way. And that's that's a physical aspect of it. So, um, all right. So on, let's see, next. So this this next one is a kind of cool one. It's, um, it's, it's let's see, it's toward the bottom of the page. One, two, three. It's in the fourth. It's about the fourth sentence down. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's after the second sentence in the fourth paragraph. It says, if our testimony helps sweep away prejudice, enables you to think honestly, encourage you, encourages you to seek diligently within yourself, then if you wish, you can join us on the broad highway. With this attitude, you cannot fail. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. And that's the 33rd promise. And um, and that's on 55, and then on 56, is the 34th, and um, okay, it's it's way down at the bottom. After it's a uh, one, two, three. It's the four. There's the Italians. Who are you to say there's no God? And then the fourth. Uh, paragraph. Uh, in a few seconds, he was overwhelmed by a conviction of the presence of God. Uh, he stood in the presence of infinite power and love. That's the uh, 34th promise. 35th, he, he, he stepped from the bridge to shore. Th for, uh, 36th promise. For the first time, he lived in consciousness, conscious companionship 
with its creator. Then uh, in the next paragraph, the 37th, thus our friend's cornerstone was fixed in place. And um, let's see, no later vicissitude has taken it, has shaken it. His alcoholic problem, or in our case, his over, our overeating problem has been taken away. And then on the next page, which is 57, that very night it disappeared. And um, let's see. And then the uh, 41st promise is the, is the second to the last paragraph. Even so, God has restored us all to our right minds. And then at, at the end of that, he has come to all who have honestly sought him. And then the, then the 43rd promise is when we drew near to him, he disclosed himself to us. So anybody who want, what the, 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 the thing is, only God will, only the spiritual experience will save me. But when I believe it, great things happen. So Laura, we're at the end of this chapter. You want to ask if anybody uh, wants to chime in? I'm all for it. So Sure. Uh, is there anybody that has any questions or would like to share on anything that's been read or talked about? We'd be more than happy to hear your story, hear your strength, experience, and hope. No? Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Yep, we're going to go to chapter five. And that's it. Yep, all right. I got to just pull the. Uh, I hope that people are getting something out of this that they can use. That's the whole purpose of this. All right, the first one, and this, of course, is where we always read. Um, this is where chapter five and six is where we, we see all of this stuff. All right, so on 63, It's right at the top of the page. And what this is about is it's relating to the, the previous paragraph about we had to quit playing God. God was going to be our director. He's a principal. We're his agent. Most good ideas are simple. And this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we pass to freedom. And this is on the, the first page, the first uh, promise. Uh, this is the 44th promise I've got. When we sincerely took such a position, that is the one above it, all sorts of remarkable things followed. Okay, and then it says, um, let's see, and then, um, as we, it's then we have. Uh, more and more, we became interested in seeing what we could cont control, uh, contribute to life in the same paragraph. As we felt new power flow in, we, as we enjoyed peace of mind, 
we just, and that's, that's, we enjoyed peace of mind. That's 45, 46. We discovered we could face life successfully as we became conscious of his presence, we began, and that's that we became conscious of his presence as the 47th, 48th. We began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. And then the 49th is we were re reborn. Okay. And then, then right here is the um, uh, um, the, the, the prayer of step three, God, as I offer myself to thee is to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt, relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will, take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to thus I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life, may I do thy will always. All right, um, and at the at the next paragraph, we, it's it's talking about it says we desire to take this step, uh, this spiritual step with an understanding person. So when uh, Doctor Bob and the people he sponsored, they would do it. They would both get on their knees and do this. And then it says uh, the wording, of course, was quite option, optional. And we're talking about the third step. So long, or that that prayer. So long as we express the idea, voicing it without reservation. Now this is the next promise, um, and this is the fiftieth promise. This was only a beginning, though honestly and if humbly made, in effect, some sometimes a very great one was felt at once. So so in this case, what it's saying, and it's been referred to uh, earlier, that. This stuff doesn't, and Laura, I, I think, kind of referred to it. This is this stuff can happen almost immediately with with a change of attitude. It's not something that you acquire. You necessarily have to acquire ten years out if you keep doing this enough. And that's thank God they all always used to say it's one day at a time. It's one day at a time. So um, the next one I list. is okay uh it's on page 68 then we go through inventory on 65 and 66 so we're at a point at which where you've started one has started to look at like where the self-reliance is gone and so on and so forth um so the one that I have listed as the 51st, let's see, let me find it here. Okay, it is in the one, the second paragraph at the, at the, at the end. Um, just to the extent that we do as we think he would have us and humbly rely on him, does he enable us, and this is a promise, to, to match calamity with serenity? That's the 51st that I have. And a 52nd. Okay, uh, the 52nd is in the next paragraph. 
Instead, we let him, this is in the middle of the next one. Uh, well, I'll read the whole thing. We, we never apologize to anyone for depending on our creator. We can laugh at those who speak, think spirituality is the way of weakness. Paradoxically, it is the way of strength. The verdict of the ages is that faith means courage. All men of faith have courage. They trust their God. We never apologize for God. And here's the promise. Instead, we let him demonstrate through us what he can do. We ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. And now here's the, the, the promise, the 52nd. At once, we commence to outgrow fear. Okay. And let's see. All right. Then we keep going. Next one's on page 71. All right, um, it's at the, at the beginning, at the end of the chapter, if you'll, uh, okay, if you've already made a decision and an inventory of your grocer handicaps, you've made a big, good beginning. That being so, you've swallowed and digested big chunks of truth about yourself, which is a promise. And you know what? It's not easy to do. But boy, you've, at least with me, it felt terrific the first time. The way I had to do the steps, there was actually some writing on the first, on the first step. However, um, when I, I felt that lift, you know, and I was really afraid, you know, my, my sponsor in OA was also a tough guy, and I was afraid. But the minute I did it, I felt like I was floating on air, you know. And it was just seeing that I wasn't so bad after all. That's the truth about myself. So, uh, Laura, we're at the end of that chapter. Um, Want to ask if anybody wants to relate to it? I sure will. Uh, is anybody, uh, here we go, Donnelly? Uh, yes, thank you. You're um, it might be backing up a little bit, but I, I really think that um, the point about the wording being quite optional is super important because um, more and more I hear people who feel they don't identify with um, the wording that seems natural to someone, me and my age and the way I grew up, but um, they find it really difficult. And so I've really, again and again come back to that idea that the wording is optional. Mm -hmm. So, thanks. You bet. Anybody else? Thank you. Okay, remember you can always send a question or a comment into the chat if you don't want your voice recorded. Uh, so please feel free to do that. Okay, Ira, I will give it back to you. All right. Okay, so we are now about, and this is where things that everybody's familiar with appear. And that's in chapter six. So we have so far already have 53 promises. And, and that's my, that's how I look at it. There may be more or less, depending on what you 
think. But um, in six, let's see, it's uh, first one's on, yeah, this is on page 75. And the first part of this chapter, it's about the secrets we hide. And this is the first set of promises that I learned about, and they precede the nine-step promises. Okay, so this is on 54. It's the second paragraph down. And it's, it's we, par we, we pocket our pride and go into it illuminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. That's the description. The first promise of this, which is the 54th, is once we have taken this step withholding nothing, we are delighted. Then the next promise, 55, is we can look the world in the eye. Um, the next promise, 56, is we can be alone at perfect peace and ease. 57, our, our fears fall from us. 58, um, uh, we may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. 59, the feeling that the drink problem, or in our case, the eating problem has disappeared, has, will often come strongly. And then 60, we feel that we are on the broad highway walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. So that we are up to 60 promises. And again, the number is not itself is not important. It's that there are there all this all all this stuff is in here. Okay, so so the next next stuff that I found um, is is after the seven step prayer. It's on page seventy eight, and this is about making amends. And okay, so it's. It's in the first, it's part of a previous paragraph. It starts at the end of the third line on page 78. And this is about his faults are not discussed. We stick to our own. So it's like an amends, by the way, is not, well, I'm sorry that you did that to me. I'm sorry they reacted. But then again, I wouldn't have if you'd done. It's not an amends. It says, if our man, his faults are not discussed, if we stick, we stick to our own, if our manner is calm, frank, and open, we will be gratified with the result. So, um, and then, uh, let's see. Also, uh, uh, and the third line, you know, when you go to somebody's office, um, sometimes the man we are calling upon admits his own fault, and here's the, here's the next promise. Um, it's 62. So, so feuds of years standing melt away in an hour. Okay, so that's that one. And, and, then, and then at the end of that sentence, rarely, and it's the 63rd, rarely do we fail to make satisfactory progress. See, um, 64. Um, okay. Okay, and then the next one that I found is, let's see. Um, all right, it, it's in the next paragraph, Most Alcoholics Own Money. Um, let's see. Okay. 
let's see. Nor are we afraid of, we're, we're no longer afraid of disclosing our alcohol. All is alcoholism on the theory may cross, cause financial harm. Approached in this way, the most ruthless creditor will sometimes surprise us. Now I have a kind of a fun story about bad amends. So one of the things that I had to do, uh, I lived in, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. And the Detroit Public Library, which was very close to the school that I went to, had a wonderful um, uh, uh, library of music scores. And while I was in college and eating and so on, I took about, this was like 19, they were dated 1965. Uh, I had about nine music scores. I never returned to the library. So uh, time came to make my amends, which is about 20 years later. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen? So, but the deal is I, I, so I get on the phone with the Detroit Public Library. And uh, I tell them that I've got these, uh, these scores and I've kept them all these years. And they said the maximum overage fee is five bucks a book. So if you send us a check for $45 and the book's back, we're clean. There you go. See, and I was convinced that they were gonna come out to LA and possess my house over these music scores. So that was satisfactory progress, see. So, all right, so guess where we're at? We're coming up to 83 and these, I have a feeling you will all be familiar with. All right, so, um, see, uh, this is about the ninth step you know, stuff changes. Our behavior will convince them more than our words. This is not a promise. We must remember that 10 or 20 years of overeating and drunkenness would make a skeptic out of anyone. And, uh, you know, some people cannot be seen. Like when I made amends to my father, it was a letter to gravesite. And I never really got along for them. As God's people, we stand on our feet. We don't crawl before anyone. And this is about making amends. And that's the context in which this happens. The first promise, which is 65 on my list, is if we are painstaking about this phase, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. And that is with making amends. And I had that experience. And the experience was, the amazement was the self-esteem I felt about myself. I was always this fat guy who was angry who girls called sweet in high school because they didn't want anything to do with me, you know, all that stuff. And here I am doing this stuff. And I went back to Detroit to make a bunch of amends, including my brother. And virtually all of them got healed, a lot more family. But there was a sense of, I'm as good as them. I'm equal to any human being here. And I never felt that before in my life. And that's part of the ego thing. I'm all, I mean, either worse than everybody or better than everybody. You don't understand my case is different, you know. So that's the first one, that's the 65th. And of course, then these, these come in order kind of. Uh, we are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. That's 66, 67. 
we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Now, I suppose you could split these into two, but I'm doing them the way they, they said. Um, we will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. So, you know, um, we all, we've heard that. Um, I, I comprehend serenity far more now than I used to. And knowing peace is like, a, a, this is practical advice for any of us. There's somebody who I know is a long-term person. It's if you want peace of mind, don't have arguments with people who aren't in the room with you. But you don't understand. See, I've got you understand. You, you get it. But I wouldn't know that if I were eating, because I'm always resentful of everybody, because it's their fault, you know. And then it says, of course, no matter no matter how far down the scale we have gone we will see how our experience can benefit others. And the whole point of this, one of the things that happens in the 12th step, there are three parts of the 12th step, a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. What I'm supposed to do is to carry this message to compulsive overeaters or people who still suffer and to practice these principles in all my affairs. So carrying a message is the second one. What I think needs to happen, if we want more recovery in OA, and this is my opinion only, people should be more willing to sponsor people. We seem to be real, and I, I don't want to get into like uh, controversy, but there seems to be a reluctance sometimes to think. There's this idea of, well, I'm not good enough. I haven't, and what I was told is, if I have one day of absence, I could sponsor somebody with half a day. Or one day of sobriety, I could sponsor somebody with, because all I'm sharing is my experience. Now, if I'm eating, I mean, I know how to eat and I know how to overeat. So like the idea for me is to, is I don't think I want somebody to tell me um, that it's okay to eat like three buffets at Sizzler or whatever, you know, and I'm not endorsing anything. I'm just saying, it's just, it's, 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 I'm in Overeaters Anonymous because I have a problem with food. And when I and, and one way you can talk about a bottom is it's a moment of clarity, it's been called, where, oh, geez, what have I done? And to be willing to face that head on. And then what these promises are about is I can face that and use my past as a way to relate to other people. You know, so we keep going. Um, so the next one is no matter, hang on one second. It is. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can be benefit others. Um, and then 70, that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Like, look at all the people that are working on this. The time that you're, you're putting in to, to making this intergroup work, I... I you, you would really, one would really have to fight real hard to feel worthless about that. You know, to feel bad about it. Of course, there's an old saying in AA, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. That's what's wrong. You know, so, I mean, that, but that's, in, that's, that's old habits. But I congratulate everybody here. Look who's here on a Sunday, right? So that, that's gone. 
um, 71, we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Um, that for me is a progressive one. It, com it, it, often, it comes in now and then, you know, I get selfish, but at least I can acknowledge it and I don't have to act on it, but it gets in my head. And by the way, there's no time frame on any of this stuff. There's no time frame. This is this is the the big book is is generally very very circumspect when it comes to well this should take two months. That stuff, you know, shouldn't shy away from it. But but like you're ready when you're ready, you know. So the next one, um, uh, seventy two, self seeking will slip away. Um, and I have to, and I want to tell you that, you know, I want this, you know, I would like this to be a success, but not so, I'm really not about, well, they'll think I'm terrific and they're going to send me to Europe on circuit speaker stuff, you know, all that. I really, what has changed is I really want, would like to see more pe people recover. And I was given the gift of unconditional love in here, the definition of what it is is that I want all of you to win, regardless of what you think of me. That's true love. God can only give. I can take as a human being, but God can't take anything because God has everything. Whatever, and I don't want to wax religious. I'm just saying that, that I really hope that this is success in that uh, people get something from it and are able to overcome difficulty. So, okay, so uh, our whole attitude and outlook on life will change. Fear of people and of economic, in, uh, that's uh, uh, 73rd promise, the 74th is fear of people and, and economic insecurity will leave us. It doesn't say when, but I gotta tell you, so much of the lack of my anxiety comes from me. And when I get out of the way, good stuff happens. And some th sometimes things that I think aren't good ultimately are good because I have to go through what I have to go through. So, um, and then the 75th promise, we will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. And what I think that's about is the idea that, uh, and I, I took a class in my, in. In, in the mystical part of my religion, which happens to be Judaism. And I found a lot of stuff that's very similar, that, that, um, that God, if I'm debating, should I or shouldn't I? And that that's not God, that's my head. That's wanting to look good and getting what I want at the same time. You know, God is that inspiration that comes where all of a sudden you, why don't you call, you know, it's, it's out of nowhere and disappears. Uh, it was a spiritual teacher who talked about that, that any debate, there is no debate with, because we say it in the first tradition, you know, in all, uh, many prayers, it's about oneness, you know. And that when I'm really in that, um, I feel peace. Then I get bored, and so I stir it up. But what I found...
somebody who's who's uh, who's been involved with this because this is a and I'd love to get involved with this group on a on a um, more regular basis. So uh, in the meanwhile, um, so we're we're you know these promises the let's see. Um, We'll, we will suddenly realize as God's doing with us what we cannot do for ourselves. Um, and that's 76, 77, they're being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. And that's, uh, and they will, and the last one, 78, is they will always materialize if we work for them. And then uh, the next promises are step 10 which are at the bottom of the same page. Um, it's love and above love and talent, uh, below, it's the last four lines. Love and tolerance of others is our code. Um, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even in our case, food. That's the 79th. Um, uh, the 80th promise for by this time sanity will have returned. The 81st, we will be seldom interested in liquor, food. 80, the 82nd promise, we were, uh, if tempted, we, we, we recoil as if from a hot flame. And then on page 85, it's uh, the 83rd promise, we react sanely and normally. And um, the 84th promise, and this is, this is a good one. It, it's, um, uh, let's see. we will see that our new attitude toward food has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. Um, this is, let's see. Hang on, let's see. Uh, let me try this. And then um, we feel as well, we, uh, it's been removed automatically. This has happened automatically, it's up at the top. And uh, the 85th, it just comes, it 86, it just comes. In other words, you don't have to work, the idea is, this isn't something, it's a, it, with this change of attitude, it's not, you know, we, we, are, we are conditioned to think that we have to work on everything real hard, take it very seriously. And, um, it's very interesting, you know, with the steps. People a lot, a lot of times talk about, uh, you know, working the program. The... Oh, did I get off? I got bounced off. Shit. You know, I... No, oh, you're, you're here. Say you're here, Ira. Yeah, here. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if you heard any of that or not. I, yeah, uh, yeah, we heard, we heard you. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> okay, so, but the point is. With the steps, these are the steps we took, not the steps we worked. This is a spiritual change. Yes, there is work involved, but um, the idea is with this change of attitude, and that's what these 10 step promises are about, are about, um, um, they're about the idea that it's not that hard when this shift happens because you want to do it because it feels good. 
you know, at least that's my experience. So um, let me go back to the list. I may lose this. For some reason, all of a sudden, something happened here. Right. Let me move this. Hold on one second. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, Laura, you got, you got it in front of you, right? I'm not sure why I can't get back to the other screen, but that's all right. Uh, yes, I do have it in front of me. So where do we stop? Um, Avoiding temptation. As we recoils from a heart hot flame. Right. It, it's new attitude is on our part. It just comes. Yeah. We're not in a fight and we're avoiding temptation. We feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality. Right. And the 90 is safe and protected. And these are all on page 85. Okay. All right. So Alice has her hand up. Yes, Alice. Go right ahead. You're doing that. I'm going to find out. Hi, I'm Alice. Compulsive eater, anorexic, and bulimic. So I wanted to comment on that. That we didn't even swear off, right? Um, what happened for me is I, I was in a... I came into working the 12 steps with a sponsor with this deep desperation that I couldn't stop my compulsive food behaviors, even though in my heart I wanted to more than anything. I saw what destruction was being done to my body and I could not for the life of me stop. And so I started meeting with a sponsor once a week. I worked the steps. I did what I was told. And what happened for me is the focus was off the food and the focus was on the steps and what I needed to do for re to recover. And it happened for me, like it says in the book, big book, it was just removed. Like I woke up one day and realized my first thought was not food. My first thought was not what a worthless person I was. That, that my attitude toward myself that I was finally loving myself without being prompted by my sponsor because mm -hmm. she held my hand through this, right? I had to learn to love my, everyone loved me until I could learn to love myself. But that, that promise came true for me that one day I just realized that I was in a place of neutrality, that I was not fighting or white knuckling my abstinence <clears throat> because my recovery was focused on doing my step work, not on counting calories or how much do I exercise or what can I not eat or can I eat or any of that because food is not my problem. Living life is my problem. And the steps helped me find a power greater than myself that I could rely on and trust to walk through my feelings in my daily life without having to use the drug of my choice, which for me was, anyway, can you, you can abuse food, I did it. So, <laughs> so um, uh, I guess that's it for this one, thanks. All right, thank you, Alice. Um, let's see, it just comes. Problems, um, uh, on 85, the problem has been removed, that's 90. Two, 
93, it does not exist for us. 94, we are neither cocky nor we are afraid. And um, 95 is, is down two paragraphs. Um, it's, if we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. 96 is to some extent we've become God conscious. 97, uh, we have begun to de develop this vital sixth stem, sense. And on page 86, 98 is, uh, let's see. Um, it's the we relaxed, I'm, I'm looking for, yeah, um, here it is, right at the bottom of 86. Okay, we relax, take it easy, we don't struggle. Often surprised how the right answer, answers come after we've tried this for a while. And um, then uh, page 80, on page 88, and then it says, um, we do not tire so easily, easily. You know, I mean, we could, uh, there's, we, do, we become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily for we are not burning up en en energy foolishly. And then it works, it really does. That's the hundredth promise. So we're through with that chapter. And uh, Laura, if there's anybody who wants to comment, you know. Um, Is there anybody that has a question or wants to comment? I can ask people if they would like to say something. If yeah, yeah, it's, it's by all means, you know. So is there anyone before I ask? Trish, would you like to? <laughs> I knew I was, I, I turned on my camera. I was like, oh, I'm gonna jump in the middle of this. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Trish, Grateful Recovering Compulsive Overeater. Ira, thank you for your obvious preparation and for, for this event and your enthusiasm for the program. This has been very um, inspirational uh, in a hopeful way. Um, there's nothing more promises to me more um, hopeful than the promises, all the promises. And I had no idea there were so many. <laughs> um, I had an interaction with another 12-step person this week and I was embarrassed and chagrined to realize he had been really mad at me for months. Um, I had overstepped my bounds. He is obese. He's in a different program. And uh, my significant other loves him and wants him to be healthy. And I'm watching somebody commit suicide slowly by food. And it's so painful for me. Yeah. Um, and my anxiety is so up about it. So I did not realize that I had approached him not once not twice, not three times, but four times about coming to an OA meeting and uh, pissed him off pretty royally. He said, man, I've been using those, you know, pray for that person for weeks and I'm still mad at you. <laughs> I was out of line. I was out of line. And I was able to say the truth, which is I need to cope with my own anxiety about watching you commit suicide slowly. 
and the pain that is going to cause my boyfriend slash your best friend. That's, that's where my focus needs to be on acceptance that you are where you are. Because he said, it's so infuriating. I know what I need to do. I'm just not willing. It's like, oh, dude, I get it. I totally get it. Been there, done that, doing it in different ways. Of course, now I think we all are. Um, and for me, being able to admit that I know I need to do something, even though I am not willing to do it, is a step in the right direction. It's a painful step in the right direction because I'm watching myself not do what is best for me, not being willing to do it. And I'm watching this man who, somebody I love a lot, is going to be in a world to hurt you when he leaves, if he leaves before we do, which of course is not certain. By leaves, I mean dies. So this is a deadly disease and I get to accept my own anxiety as I watch somebody partake in food in an incredibly unhealthy way and suffer all of the consequences of that, watch his pain as he struggles to get into relationships. Um, and I've done, what, I've done what I can, not once, not twice, not three times, which I was willing to admit I had done, but four times I made this man crazy. So I was able to own my part in that and make amends and be able to say, that it is very, very hard for me to watch you commit suicide slowly. I've been there. But I also get to deal with my own anxiety about it now. So thanks so much, Ira. I'm gonna be quiet. So raise your hand so somebody else doesn't get called on. Quick, jump in and rescue someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It's like, I don't know that we'll have time for all of this, but you know, they'll all be there, so. Um, so we're now in chapter seven and on page 89, it's the second paragraph. You can see, well, after it says, you know, it's helping others. It says life, this is the 101st promise. Life will take on new meaning. Uh, the 102nd promise to watch people recover. The 103rd promise to see them help other people. In other words, recovering people, helping other people, right? Uh, 104, the 104th, uh, to watch loneliness vanish, right? The 105th, uh, to see a fellowship grow up about you. The 106th promise, to have a host of friends. And then 107th is the last sentence of this paragraph, frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives, i.e. this meeting. See, so um, uh, then the next is all the way on 94. Okay, 94, um, and of course this is in working with others. Um, let's see. Okay, so it's, it's in the middle of this large paragraph, about six uh, lines from the bottom. It says, this is if you're talking with a, a newcomer. If your talk has been sane, quiet, and fully full of human of understanding, you have perhaps made a friend. And I don't know about you, but as a 100 pounder, I didn't think I was worthy of friends or had any friends. 
because like even if somebody was nice to me, I thought they were conning me. And now I don't feel that way. Okay. Um, and on 98, okay. Okay, so 98. Um, okay, uh, let's see what was this. Okay, it's the first full paragraph. It's only three, three lines, but this is it. Burn into the consciousness of every man that he can get well, regardless of anyone. The only condition is that he trusts God and clean house. Anybody can get well, regardless of anyone or anything or anybody, if I trust this higher power and I clean up my own act. And it goes back to what we were saying. It's deep inside us. It's not out like in the heavens with a robe. It's inside us. So the next one, that's the 109th. The 110th, oh, 98, wait, let's see. 99, okay, so now we're into the family stuff. Um, uh, okay, so this is the 110th promise. Let's see. Uh, Hold on one second. I, uh, wait. Hold on one. Oh, here it is. Starts on 98. Argument and this is about family. Argument and fall, fall finding are to be voided like the plague. In many homes, this is a difficult thing to do, but it must be done if any results are to be expected. If persisted in for a few months, the effect on a man's or alcoholic's family uh, is sure to be great. Um, let me see. And then um, the next one, the most 11, uh, 111. Let me look at where this is. The most in, let's see. The most uh, incompatible people discover they have a basis upon which they can meet. So, you know, I feel incompatible toward everyone. If, I, if I'm open to it, I can overcome that. Okay, let's see. All right, we are on page 100. Uh, and this is the 112th. And it's right up at the top. We have seen men or women get well whose families have not returned at all. That's the 112th. And then 113th. Um, if you persist, remarkable things will happen. That's the 113th. The 114th. When we look back, let's see. When we look back, uh, actually, there's another one here. Follow the dictates of a higher power, and you will presently live in a in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. And then there's one before that. That's the 115th. 
when we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put God, ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Okay, so, so we're up to 115 promises. And 160 uh, on 102, hold on one sec. Okay, 102. All right, this is the one, two, it's the second full paragraph. It's about a little more than half down the page. Your job now is to be at the place where you may be of maximum helpless to others. So never hesitate to go anywhere if you can be helpful. And then at the end of that, Keep on the firing line of life with these motives and God will keep you unharmed. So that's chapter seven. Laura, if you want to see if anybody wants to chime in. Would anybody like to chime in or have a question? I will. Okay. See I've, if been, anybody... uh, I've been chatting with a few people. Um, Margie is willing to share. Okay, Margie. Uh, ah, Margie G, here she comes. Okay. Uh, you're still muted, hang on. Okay. There you go. My name is Margie and, and I'm a compulsive overeater and, and I've been enjoying this, this topic and um, going through the the whole variety of um, promises that are in the big book that aren't just contained in that one section, I've done that a little bit in um, in the OA twelve and twelve, particularly chapter six or step six. Um, has a whole bunch of promises right at the end of the chapter. I. I think it's chapter, uh, it's step six, that um, I didn't just look it up, but uh, there were just a whole bunch. And um, they, you know, some of them don't strike me, but then sometimes if I think about them a little bit more, um, then I know that, uh, that they work and uh, that, that those promises are there. When I first came in, it didn't make any sense to me, um, you know, promises and, you know, all of this fall de rob big words, like kind of language that they wrote in, but uh, it certainly makes a ton of sense to me now. And it feels as if lots and lots of them have come true. So thank you for letting me share. Thank you. Thank you very much, Marty. And Suzanne has her hand up. Hi. So, oh, thank go you. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Suzanne, compulsive overeater, alcoholic. Ira, this is amazing. What you've done is absolutely fantastic. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've been an AA sister for 37 years, but only um, abstinent uh, coming up on three. 
And what I'm noticing as we go through all of this now is, you know, it's not, I can't get anyone abstinent. I cannot do that. I can wish for it, pray for it, but I am not responsible for somebody being abstinent. God or my higher power is the only thing that can, that can get me abstinent. And I hear God or HP through my fellows in the program. When, when my fellows talk about their experience, strength and hope, when I hear the promises, all the promises seem to be about once we've surrendered, once we work the steps, not once I told you to work the steps and then you do it. It's no, once I have worked the steps, once I have surrendered, then I can, then I can grab onto these promises. And um, I, it just wasn't that apparent to me before. <laughs> it was like I understood it, but I, I didn't see it as clearly as when you start going through all these promises. Um, I used to get so upset when I sponsored someone and then they broke their abstinence. It would upset me until somebody pointed out that I ain't God, I'm not their God, and I can just offer my experience, strength, and hope, and my shoulder, and my um, understanding, and the big book, and the steps. That's basically it, and friendship. And it's up to them whether they can wake when they're ready, because I wasn't ready. I've tried this program for 35 years, and it's not until the last four years that I became ready. It takes what it takes. But um, this, was an, this was a massive undergoing, for, and it's amazing what you've done, Ira. I'm just, it, I'm just blown away by... Uh, just by this whole thing and your explanations. I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much for letting me share. Sure, Suzanne. Appreciate it. All Thank right. you, Suzanne. Uh, I'm probably not, what I want to get to, you know, we may not be able to do every one of them, but we certainly have these. And I'll tell you this, that um, maybe it's something that this, this integral may want to revisit with me or somebody else at some other time. If you know, it's, it's a very positive experience for me. So, but we'll, uh, let's see how far we can get because there's something like I want to finish with that I know if we'll get to. So, um, all right, we're in, which is to the wives or, you know, um, uh, on 104, it says, uh, there, oh, it's in the first paragraph. There's every there's every evidence that let's say partners that uh, partners or spouse, spouses regain their health as readily as um, the men if they try our, uh, suggestions, and then um, uh, the, that's the 117th. The 118th is on page 108. Okay, so on 108, um, let's see. Uh, it's, it's at the bottom of the first full paragraph. Today, most of our men are better husbands and fathers than ever before. And then uh, 119 is on, is on page 113. 
Okay, uh, 113, uh, the, the, uh, on page 113 is the uh, 119th promise. Um, okay, hang on one sec, 113. Okay, hang on, I'm, I'm looking. Of course, there's there's one here. I'm, as long as we're here, that my sponsors and everybody I know who's in Alcoholics Anonymous who looks at this from is this idea of for uh, those partners of alcoholics or overeaters cheerfully see them through more sprees. I got to tell you that one is not easy. So, so let's see. Um, and on, let's see, uh, oh, here it is. On 114, and I have it, uh, I have it as 113, it's incorrect. It says, uh, it's the 119th pro promise. Um, um, since this book was first published, AAA has released thousands of alcoholics from asylums of, and hospitals of every kind. The majority have never returned. The power of God grows deep. So that's the 119th. The 120th is on 115. It's it's uh, where the the and I and I'm sure I know my wife. Uh, aside from drinking or eating, it's like when I act like a alcoholic. Um, there's a lot of feelings that come up, and what this says is, this is the. Um, Second full paragraph unto the wise, when you when you have carefully explained to such people that he is a sick sick person, you will have created a new atmosphere. So even for those who are not, and then right underneath the one the hundred and twenty first uh, barriers which have spr sprung up between you and your friends will disappear with the growth of sympathetic understanding. And um, the one hundred and second. 122nd promise, you will no longer feel self-conscious, be self-conscious, or feel that you must apologize as though your partner were a weak character. Um, let's see. And uh, that's the 123rd. Uh, the 124th. Your, your new courage, good nature, and lack of self-consciousness will do wonders for you socially. And that includes, it took me a long time to learn even, you know, and I'm, I'm in a relationship with someone who's an addict too, but I used to take these huge apples with me wherever I went because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get the right kind of, it was part of my absence in restaurants. And I was unaware that it was making other people possibly socially uncomfortable. I don't have to do that today, but that's what I had to do then, you know? So, uh, all right. So, um, the 124th, the 125th, that uh, uh, it's on at the bottom of this page, that terrible tension which grips the home of every problem eater or drinker will be lessened. Um, and on page 116, uh, Time after time, this is in the uh, first full paragraph, but uh, third line from the bottom of the paragraph. Time after time, 
this apparent calamity, that is, if somebody slips, has been a boon to us first, opened up a path which led to the discovery of God. And then on 127, the 127th promise, Now it's at the bottom of the, uh, four lines from the bottom of the page. Now we try to put spiritual principles to work in every department of our lives. Um, when we do that, it, it's we find it solves our problems too. The ensuing lack of fear, worry, and hurt feelings is a wonderful thing. And then, um, then the 128th. Uh, you will make, this is the, in the second paragraph, full paragraph, in the middle of that paragraph, you will make mistakes. And this is even in with alcoholics, with other people. Because what, there are two chapters on relationships to the wives and the family afterward, one on, in, in terms of business. And so this is about relationships, not just about uh, what's at home. It says, you will make mistakes but if you are earnest, they will not drag you down. Instead, you will capitalize them. A better way of life will emerge when they are overcome. So that's page one. Let's see. And, and then there are a few here. Um, let's see. Uh, page one twenty. Then there's one here. Um, this is the one, the hundred and twenty ninth. Oh, it's on 28. Uh, it starts on 128. If you cooperate, rather than complain, you will find his excess enthusiasm will tone down. And this is relating to the alcoholic that uh, is at meetings all the time. And, um, you know, is not spending enough, or we think we're not, they're not spending enough time with the family. Uh, both of you will awaken, both of you will awaken to a new sense of responsibility for others. You as well as your husband ought to think of what you can put life. Uh, um, hang on what you can put into life instead of how much you can take out inevitably your lives your old your lives will be fuller for doing so um, you will lot you will lose the in this 130th you will lose the old life to find one much better and so that's chapter eight and i know we're running out of time here so but uh, Trish, if anybody has anything, I mean, uh, Laura, if anybody has anything. Uh, is there anybody uh, would like to share something? Or have a question on any of what Ira has read or shown to us or talked to us about? 
Okay, um, I think you can go on, Ira. We've got about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes left, Ira, and then we'll All be right. closing so, up. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to, uh, there, are, there are those in chapter nine. I'm going to skip chapter nine, go to chapter 10, maybe, and, and I think I'll take a look at this. Um, let's see. Because you're, we're handing them out anyway, so so because there's something I I want to. Uh, in fact, I may do it. Uh, well, Ira, we do have uh, Bernice has their hand up. Okay, well, let go Bernice... ahead, Bernice. Oh, hi, yeah, unmute. Hi, this is Bernice, compulsive reader, celebrating my 45th birthday this week in OA. And uh, you were just reading about losing the old life. Well, I'm so glad. Uh, I'm so glad that I found this program and I don't call it losing it. I feel growing into who I really am, knowing how to feed my body to have a healthy, thin body. And uh, I just want to make that comment, uh, losing the old life. Yes, that's, we wanted to lose all that pain and shame and being thin has helped me uh, grow out of a life of shame to one where I am feeling healthy and proud of my accomplishments and learning how to deal with my feelings uh, and cope with life on, on life's terms instead of running to the food. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Bernice. Uh, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to also skip to the employer because I want to get to where this all leads, which I think is the ultimate purpose of why you're here which is in, and the first time I read this, it, it, a chill game through, through me. And since we have 15, um, I'm on a vision for you, the, the chapter, okay? So, um, okay, on, on page 150, all right, well, I'm gonna set this up because, and I'm gonna substitute the word food for it. Um, and, Okay, so I, it, you know, it says at the top of a vision for you, for most normal folks, drinking or eating means conviviality, companionship, and colorful Im, uh, imagination, means release from care, boredom, and worry, and so on. Uh, not so with us in the last day of heavy overeating or bulimia. The old pleasures were gone. They were but memories. Never could we recapture the great moments of the past. The, there was an insistent yearning to enjoy life as we once did and a heartbreaking obsession that one new miracle of control or one diet would enable us to do it. There was always one more attempt and one more failure. The less people tolerated us, the more we withdrew from society, from life itself. As we became subjects of king food, shivering, uh, you know, this is Bill, right? Denizens of his mad realm, realm the chilling vapor that is loneliness settled down. It thickened, ever becoming blacker. Some of us sought out sordid restaurants, I guess, hoping to find understanding, companionship, and approval. Momentarily, we did then would come oblivion, the awful awakening to face the, the hideous four horsemen, terror, bewilderment, frustration, despair. Unhappy overeaters who read this page will understand. Now, here's where a lot of us are, I think. And it's, okay, now and then, a serious eater being absent at the moment says, 
Don't miss it all. Feel better, working better, having better. As ex-problem overeaters, we smile at such as Sally. We this. I'm on 152. We know our friend is like a boy or girl whistling in the dark to keep up their spirits. He fools himself. Inwardly, he would give anything to take half a dozen whatever and get away with it. He will presently try the old game again, for he isn't happy about his abstinence. He cannot picture life without food. Someday, he will be unable to imagine life either with food or without it. Then, he will know loneliness such as few do. He will be at the jumping off place. He will wish for the end. We have shown how we got out from under. You say, yes, I'm willing, but am I to be consigned to a life where I shall be stupid, boring, and glum, and serious like some righteous people I see? I know I must get along without overeating, but how can I? Have you a uh, sufficient substitute? And here it comes, and here's what the fellowship is and the purpose of all of this. And um, I am uh, at, at the 147th promise. It is a fellowship in Overeaters Anonymous. There, okay, here we go. Uh, the 48th. There you will find release from care, boredom, and worry. Uh, the 149th, your imagination will be fired. Uh, the 150th, life will mean something at last. 150, the 151st, the most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. And uh, let's see. Um, and then, um, then we say, then the next one is uh, in the next paragraph. Um, hi, uh, if you live in a large place, there are hundreds of, you know, there are people dying of this disease, high and low, rich and poor. These are future fellows of Overeaters Anonymous. Among them, you will make lifelong friends. Um, uh, the 153rd promise, you will be bound to them in new and wonderful ties. And then uh, 154, the 154th, you will escape disaster together. And 155, you will commence shoulder to shoulder on your common journey, which is exactly what this meeting is doing. And then 156th, then, then you, you will know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. And then the 157th, you will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. Um, and 158th, it, it may seem incredible that these men have become happy, respected, and useful once more. And, and 159, um, the practical answer is, uh, is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. Um, and on 160, um, should you, let's see, should you wish them above all and be willing to make use of our experience, we are sure they will come. And then 161st, the age of miracles is still with us. And 162, our own recovery proves it. And then 163, um, uh, defeated, uh, our hope is when this program is launched on a world tide of uh, convulsive overeating, defeated eaters will seize upon it to follow its suggestions. 
Many, we are sure, will rise to their feet and march on. They will approach other sick ones and fellowships of overagers and Amis may spring up in each city and hamlet. And um, let's see. Then um, it's like Dr. Bob, it's, it's on 156. It's, it's the story of the founding um, where, where Dr. Bob uh, makes his rounds of a man stepping into his car. He made rounds of people he had hurt. At midnight, he came home exhausted, but very happy. Page 156, that's 166th. 167th, as he has not had a drink since. And then 168, uh, he now means a great deal to his community. 169, the major liabilities of 30 years of hard drinking have been repaired in four. And uh, let's see, and that's 158. Oh. And um, then, um, he had found himself, that's uh, 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 Alcoholics Anonymous number three. And finding God, he had found himself, never drank again. He too has become a respected, 172, he's, he too has become a respected and useful member of his community. 173, um, he, he has helped other men recover. And let's see. Um, and I'm going to go, I'm going to skip a little bit. 61, I'm on 161 and um, okay, I'm, I'm actually Okay, so so I'm actually at 160. So um, many a man, days yet days from his hospital experience, has stepped over that threshold in the home of, that home of freedom. Um, uh, many alcohol, and that's the hundreds. That's on 160. Many uh, an alcoholic came away with the answer, and then later in that paragraph, the 180, the expressions on the faces of the women, that indefinable something in the eyes of the men, that stimulating electric atmosphere of the place conspired to let him know that here was Haven at last. Then, um, then I'm 161, you know, it's talking about taking this message in your, in your own family and out on your own. He and his wife would leave elated by the thought of what they could now do for some stricken acquaintance in his family. They had a host of new friends. It seemed that they had known these strangers always. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, they had seen, they had known a host of friends. That's 182, 83. They had seen miracles and was to become one of them. 184. They had envisioned the great reality, their loving and all powerful creator. And um, that's 184, 185. Uh, being a large place this is in the next paragraph. Um, being a large place, we think that someday its fellowship will number many. Um, 
hundreds. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there are now like 125 different fellowships that sprang from this. And, um, you know, there are millions of people from this thought. And if you think about these two guys, then 10 people, and where we're at now with Overeaters Anonymous, you know? And that's why, that's another reason to abstain is that you, we, we can make a difference. We can make a difference if we're really doing this. So let, let me just finish with, um, okay, so, so 186, being wrecked in the same uh, vessel, being restored and united under one God, the things that, which matter so much to some people, no matter, signify much to them now. And, um, and that, now we come to a vision for you. Um, I'm jittering alone. I couldn't do that, but you can. You forget that you have tapped a source of power much greater than yourself. To duplicate what we've accomplished is only a matter, is only willingness, patience, patience and labor, like what happened today. You know, so, so, so now we're at the, um, when a few men have discovered the joy of helping, there will be no stopping until everyone in that town has had his uh, opportunity to recover. And then, then, um, uh, then, uh, then, then we go to the, the last thing, vision that I found. Vision for you. See to it that your relationship with his, him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. And then the 91, 191, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us. Uh, 192, you will surely meet some of us as you trudge, trudge the road of happy destiny. And those are 192. So eight minutes to go. And, you know, I know we didn't do all of it, but what can I say? Well, thank you very much, Ira. I really enjoyed all of that. Uh, hadn't seen all of those before. Hadn't even read that far yet. So it really was touching to me. Yes. Um, if anybody is interested in getting an OA Rice flyer, which we put out about it, every three or four months. Uh, if you will email me, I mean, put my name in chat, uh, put your name in chat, put your email in chat, and we will get that to you. We will only use it for emailing flyers out to you and nothing else, and it'll only be like three or four times a year. So if anybody's interested, please just feel free to put your uh, email in the chat and we will get the flyers to you. Uh, thank you again, Ira, for speaking today. It was wonder wonderful to have you with us, and we appreciate your sharing your experience, strength, and hope while giving service to the OA program. Together, we get better. The opinions expressed here today are those of individual OA members and do not represent OA as a whole. Please remember to honor our commitment to each other's anonymity. Take the stories, but leave the names behind. OA Rise's goal 
is twofold. One goal is to provide speaker meetings and recordings support a OA members. The second goal is to support the World Service Office. Lastly, OA Rise is always looking for members to do service. We are looking for members to be speakers or perhaps provide speaker suggestions, as well as members who would be interested in joining our committee. We always need volunteers who would be willing to help us with Zoom during the meeting. If you're willing to be of service, please send a message to one of the co-hosts. Thank you everyone for being with us today. After we close the meeting, we will open up the chat, which is already uh, open, I think, but we'll make sure. Uh, and you can unmute yourself if you like to connect with others. Please join us for another, what, words don't work. Another wonderful share of experience, strength, and hope at our next speaker meeting, which is on April 4th. And the topic will be uh, struggling in the program, 